am I willing to choose not shame mm-hmm. right now? Am I willing to choose to not feel shame right now? Hello and welcome to another episode of The Orphic. We are talking all things beyond ordinary understanding on this podcast. My name is Alyssa. I am an astrophysicist. I just got my PhD and I am interested in understanding how the universe works. So a lot of what I do and what I care about is kind of combining my knowledge of astrophysics with spirituality and understanding, you know, the energetics and the consciousness of the universe from this new holistic perspective. So that's what I try to bring to this podcast and throw it to you. Yeah. And hey, I'm Michaela with Mariposa Moonchild on Instagram. I am an empathic medium and intuitive energy healer. I like to, I'm here to guide and support others along their healing journeys um, so that we can continue healing continue healing in the quantum realm, the quantum field, um, healing our whole, all the timelines that exist simultaneously to bring us to this one point. And as we heal, we inspire others to heal themselves as well. And when you heal, you're able to connect to your inner wisdom. So mm-hmm. and when you connect to your inner wisdom, you're able to clearly, clearly walk the path that is meant for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, so speaking of healing, this episode is all about quantum healing. And I, yeah, we, we kind of go through some some steps or some suggestions on on how to, you know, how to how to view these different aspects of yourself. I share kind of a personal story of of something that I have healed through. And we actually do want to expand on this topic more. We've realized since recording it, both me and Michaela have gotten so many new ideas. And it's actually really cool because we're definitely, the whole idea of this podcast is merging the science with the spirit and the spirituality of it. And so a lot of the times my ideas maybe get a little more sciencey or quantum physics-y and then Michaela's nicely complement that. So we have been really expanding on this whole aspect of quantum healing in the last few days and we have some other, we really want to elaborate on it more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think in this episode to come, um, a lot of it just explains our process of our yeah. own healing and some of our own realizations Definitely um, is what's coming through. But then since that episode, because we recorded that a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. I've had downloads come through about um, Alyssa and I making a chart together. And then each day more and more has been coming through. So it's going to be some type of system or chart that for quantum healing that breaks down quantum healing into different categories as well as um, actual equations for things like emotions and the math and the science behind it. Uh, it's going to be a fill in the blank kind of thing as we go because there's just we're just going to get downloads and build this. And I feel like this is going to be um, a thing over a few years that we're probably going mm-hmm. to build, but this is the beginning of it anyways. And yeah, I don't know. It's really cool, really interesting, especially because in this episode, we talk so much about quantum healing. Um, and then, yeah, I'm very lucky to have Alyssa who knows the math and science behind things. And yeah, I guess we're bridging bridging that gap. Yeah, I'm really excited to kind of expand on this. And we... Yeah, just before we recorded this, we kind of had this brainstorming session between me and Michaela where we're comparing our downloads and we're like filling in the blanks to each other. And I feel like it was actually this very cool glimpse at what the work behind this podcast is going to be and what our collaboration and what our specific collaboration in Mm -hmm. this podcast will be and I feel like it was kind of a cool glimpse into that and it actually it made me pretty excited for all the cool like insights that we're going to bring soon so yeah yeah I agree it's super cool um so stay tuned for that as it continues to grow and 
yeah, I hope that you guys enjoy this episode. Please, if you really like it, please take a screenshot of it and share it to your Instagram or your social media and tag us in it. We'll yes. love you forever. Definitely. Please, um, please tag us. Please make sure to follow us um, on Instagram. Give us a rating, subscribe, and review. Can never remind too many times. Always good to put some <laughs> reminder of that up front. Yeah, definitely. Um, Helps us out big time. Helps us out to grow. So, yes. All right. So, hope you enjoy this episode. Thank you. Well, I wanted to ask you first um, what's a good definition of quantum? Yeah, I was gonna, I was actually gonna start with with that regardless and kind of just say it, (laughs) talk about it in terms of, you know, what's telepathy. There we go. In terms of what's been on my mind and 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 the way that I've been thinking about it. Like yeah, I've been thinking a lot lately about this aspect kind of the, this quantum heal quantum healing, but in the sense of we are like us in this current incarnation as we are right now. We we have we're living one expression of ourselves but there's obviously multiple versions of ourselves from not just from past and future incarnations but also from this incarnation there's other fractal Mm -hmm. expressions of ourselves Mm -hmm. from this incarnation and a lot of the source of what you could call trauma or yeah just maybe not feeling whole comes from different aspects of yourself fragmenting off and and just this whole concept of we are this conglomeration of different fragments of ourselves and sometimes a piece of us fragments off and we are connected in a quantum way to all of these aspects of ourself because just because we are living a certain expression of ourselves right now at any at every single moment because those other fractals of us are still us we have access to them and we're connected to them. And so I would say like quantum, the definition of the word quantum is simultaneous, is is at, at once, is, is everything together. So even though right now we're living a certain expression of ourselves, those previous and future expression of ourselves are still available to us because quantum changes everything from something from, you know, it, it's going from linear to stacked where things are overlapping as opposed to are proceeding and preceding one another. And like the way that I see it is like there's, I see like little lines kind of protruding out of every version of ourselves and we're all like linked. They're all linked back to, to one another and kind of one like there's a lot of ways to to talk about this but one thing that I thought we could touch on is this aspect of quantum healing in the sense that you're retrieving some aspect of yourself that maybe you need to bring back that maybe that maybe might be helpful to you right now that's kind of another way to put that to put all this stuff like you know those different aspects of you hold different things and they have they have different uh, different abilities or different strengths and weaknesses, right? And so that's why, since they are available to us, we can call on to reunite ourselves with those soul fragments. Is there anything you wanted to add mm-hmm. into into that? Because I was like, is there anything you have have to say into that right no, now? No, but no, mm-hmm. but I can feel into it. Um. So part of the quantum healing is calling like the soul fragments back to yourself. That's that's what I'm hearing. That's what yeah. you're saying. Mm-hmm. And in a way too, where it's like you are, it's it's a unification to. Yeah, it's it's a unification. Oh yeah, you know what just came to mind? It's a unification with the. With the intention of being fully present, like one other thing that you can do, like to get all your energy, is one other thing I do. I call all of my energy into my body right now. I call all of my energy back yeah, into my yeah, body I do that. right now. 
and it's a way to get present. That's kind of an underlying thing with this getting present in the moment and realizing that this moment is all aspects is all all aspects of you that you've ever been and ever will be called like converged into one. And it doesn't mean that you okay. have to be expressing. Um, what I'm getting is when an event or a trauma or something like that happens in your life, it's almost like a piece of energy like breaks off or something Mm -hmm. and it like stays stored in that in in that time and that's where like the stagnancy comes in or a stuck or blocked emotion so because this is like quantum and through different timelines and dimensions so the the energy can be stuck and this is where you hear a lot of people that are like oh they're stuck in the past right they Mm -hmm. can't get over that trauma they're stuck in the past or they're stuck in high school or like whatever um it's like the piece of energy attaches to mm. that time in time and space and it, and it stays there. So like those are like the fractals yes. that, you're, that you're talking about. And not only does this happen um, like within the quantum field and like within the timeline, whatever that is, um, it also happens in your body. Mm-hmm. So wherever that energy was also like it, it also gets attached in your body and that's where we get like soreness or illness or like emotions trapped in our body or stuck in our different chakra systems and they can be yeah attached to the time and place and then also somewhere on a grid system like within your body like according to the Mm -hmm. grid system in like the quantum field yeah right because like our body is a quantum computer in a way like there's you know there's a reason that that there's a reason that our body can store our body can store injuries from a past life because yeah because it's connected there's there's still a connection even though our bodies are even though our bodies are temporary we're bringing in we're bringing in these other these other things but yeah that's that's exactly how i see it too it's like this 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 fragmented piece and yes sometimes it can sometimes it can be located um to the body or sometimes uh to like a a part of the body but yeah it kind of it kind of stays stuck right it gets like left behind so to speak yeah and that can happen um with many different things in life and i'll just use like money as an example because we were talking about that before Mm -hmm. if there is like the money trauma or something and now it feels like there there's a block or there's something stuck or there's there there's those emotions that are pressed deep down that we're avoiding that's just an example but and then and then it gets stuck and so then when that happens it hinders your your ability Mm because the emotion is stuck and stagnant in your body um which should actually create physical effects it depends how it like manifests in that particular individual um, but it's also, it's not allowing you to expand in that area. So when people say they're blocked, this is like energetically, um, part of what they're talking about. I'm also mm-hmm. like, kind of like, like, I think you and I are jumping off of each other of channeling this in kind of real time. So I'm just yes. kind of speaking to what's like coming through again. I don't actually know the answers on everything. So um, people that are listening, like take what resonates, leave what doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is just coming through. For me at that time so then if um there is a trapped emotion it the stagnancy it's not flowing so it's not expanding it's not able to expand so you're not able to expand in that area and that is where you see the manifestation um in real life via and you can use the money thing via that be you're always like in feast and famine you're not ma- you're not able to make money you're not able to keep money you can't spend money well versus somebody who does and is able to that's just like one example but there's there's a lot of other examples it could be um trust within friendships or right so if you don't heal and this is back to the quantum healing if you don't heal that if you don't release the trapped emotion it's going to stay there stuck in its stagnancy and um your manifestations or what's going to come to fruition in your life is going to keep being a direct reflection of that stuck emotion in that particular area of your life Mm -hmm. right exactly and and it's 
kind of the way that I see it too is almost like you're up here living in your current vibration of life and like I'm keep on being attached to whether I liked like what you had said and channeled about how that aspect of you is stuck so there's an aspect of you that's stuck that needs to be retrieved and so if that aspect of you is kind of down here stuck living out that same thing because that truly is and this is actually what I'm gonna what I also want to talk about too like that's not just uh that's not just a memory that's not just a thing a passing thing that happened there's an actual version of you in the quantum field that lived that thing that exists and you can connect to it in real time but so yeah it's like you're up here and this other piece of you is kind of is kind of stuck down here but because we're quantumly linked to everything mm. when you heal that piece of you and bring it up here it shifts your entire you know it's like it's like there's there's literally there's a connection point between you and this other aspect so everywhere you go you move the other thing moves a little bit so if you move up the other thing that it's gonna it's going to directly affect you right now just this idea of yeah of your past being a ripple a ripple effect and because we're all connected at a quantum level when you address that aspect of your past without even necessarily doing anything without even necessarily like doing anything in the present it instantly sends a ripple effect to your now yeah yeah i feel and i also feel that with um if you have a bunch of different fractals from different things it, 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 there is this connection too if you don't release the emotion go into the emotion um or just you know face yes, your trauma and it feels like it's like a it's a it's like you're connected to it so it, it is a, if it's if we're looking on like a timeline as far as past and present and i know it's all like quantum but if you're in this lifetime it's like those things the connection to it it also is actually pulling you down like there's right, like a weight exactly. so that's like it is yeah pulling you down. and this is oh yeah and this is other things that get really interesting your mind doesn't actually your mind doesn't actually know the difference between something that happened and some like some a memory or like uh something that you view in your mind's eye have you heard this before or like a memory or it's, a dream even right a memory or a dream or and so because of this you can rewrite the memory in your mind this is kind of a thing this is this is talked about a lot i've heard i've heard this talked about before this whole thing with like your mind can't tell the difference between some uh between between something that actually happened or something that you that you visualize anything because That's because true. since it's a air quote memory all that it exists it the only thing that it exists as is a movie in your mind right like something it, that you yeah. play in your mind is a memory and, it, it, yeah mm-hmm. and when we have these events like truly the the way to transmute everything or anything that happened that is traumatic for us odds are in that time you didn't receive the love that you needed it's usually always love needs to be brought to something to bring it to resolution whatever happened it's like you need to you need to that version of yourself needs to receive love that it did not receive yes. in that moment my mentor sent me a really good quote on that he always just sends me like zingers i feel like i talk to oh, him yeah. and i get like jizitsu flipped but i'm gonna look at what he said yeah. um oh wow listen li listen to this we store energies in different centers pain of the mind is simply thoughts incongruent with the truth all truth is love. Love manifested Ooh. in each center has a different expression. All healing is wanting to become whole again, bringing the fractals back. Yes. Yes. I like that. All truth is love. That That's exactly, exactly what it is. It's, it's, if something, and this is, you know, it's, it's the opposite of shame. Like, like if you have something that you feel shame about everything needs to trans to transmute anything requires acceptance requires love like if you have shame about something you know like how do, how do you heal anything in, in in the first place is seeing it acknowledging it like bringing bringing acceptance to it to neutralize well, the polarity here's another quote bringing to, love to, to it. go with that one life will always mm. give us what we judge until we love what is Ooh, yeah exactly it's it's the it's the antithesis of of judgment and and shame is br bringing it 
into love and that's the reason that we have a lot of yeah any anything that anytime that some aspect of us fragments off and gets stuck it's because there was there was an absence of love to bring that situation to resolution Mm -hmm. and with the so with the quantum healing um the purpose of right so the purpose of bringing fragmented aspects back to yourself in the present is so that you can live the highest expression of yourself because if you visualize yourself as this ball of light if some aspect of you fragmented off from something that you experience when you're 15 years old then like you know first off that's okay we have to remember that there's no you know there's no judgment judgment to any part of the situation because also that's part of the process is part that's part of the lesson that's part of the earth lesson and this incarnation is is learning how to bring these aspects back but what it is is when you're bringing this aspect back that's allowing you to live in your fullest expression right now it's allowing all of your yeah it's allowing your energy to be focused fully in the present as opposed to being uh split it's it's because when your energy is split off then it's not fully it's not fully focused on on what's happening right now obviously and so it's just it's just this idea of of bringing of uniting these aspects of yourself so that you can live in your highest current expression and yeah one yeah and so one way that you can right so just like i was saying it's about it's about bringing love to these aspects of of yourself and so a lot of times you can maybe pinpoint you know you might be able to pinpoint exactly what fragments of yourself probably need healing and so i did this and so yeah so what what one way one way that this could look in a practical manner in terms of healing in terms of like healing healing these things is identifying yeah so first identifying this fragmented aspect of you so either like a really traumatic event or when something when something really came to a head and you know that there's like this version of you and kind of and what you do is like you really you really like visualize it you make it very real it's a very it's better to kind of start simple like you know there's probably multiple things but if you want to just work Mm -hmm. on one thing at a time you know bring this version of you like get it get very clear like know exactly what it looks like like make it very real like this version of you like you're literally talking to this aspect of yourself and so i'm gonna give a very vulnerable example from me in college university my freshman year i had some um eating disorder issues and because i mean i know a lot of people have this but i happened to go to like where i went to school was abnormally like beautiful and skinny like it was it was like not a normal it was not a normal sampling of the population just the school that i went to it was like known for that it was like everyone was beautiful and but it was it was also just um yeah i don't know if it was i don't even like know how i don't even know like how you know maybe like private schools or more like that i don't know but not only that but it was it was not an accurate sampling sampling of the society like body body wise no was it a private school did you go to private school yeah it was a private university Oh yeah. Well, I mean, when I hear private school, not I high school think, or anything. Oh, not high school. Still, no, yeah, I'm talking very, about like college. Blair Waldorf. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So I mean, that pro- that like had some to do with it, probably. But so it was not. I was not around in an, a normal sample size of bodies, and it really amplified stuff you know for it amplified that aspect um that's an that's a very normal and common insecurity and so i remember like yeah i remember kind of just assuming that yeah that you had to that i had to like get to that point obviously especially Mm. the focus of this this is my freshman year of college the focus at that point is 
attracting guys the fo- the whole focus you know it was like i existed to attract yeah. guys like i existed Oof. to hook up with guys that Oof. was like that was it's a big one like how many that was the purpose that on that all of this happened with this Divi- yeah feminines can resonate with that like you feel like you just exist to be hot and mm-hmm. for to attract something else because and that's a big one because that goes all the way down to worth right my mm-hmm. worth is based off of attracting this type of person and what they think of me and yeah like that's that's a big one that i think a lot of us can relate to mm-hmm. and yeah and it was like it was basically kind of like multiple like attempted like bulimia situations was what it was Mm -hmm. and so i just remember kind of yeah it was more like it was more like the attempts but i just remember the you know the mentality and yeah but especially like at that point to was just so new in like my womanhood and you know i was 18 or 17 yeah i was 18 at the time and that's a very that's definitely like probably a really ripe age for like Oh, yeah. You know, issues like that, right? And um, huge. So, yeah, I just remember like things, yeah, things kind of getting to a point where I was just, yeah, you know, you uh, you have that, that really low point where you're like, you remember a night that it just got really low. Um, and so I called in that specific aspect of myself that was like, yeah, that it was like I was like, I was like trying to, I don't know. I, I kind of had just, yeah, I guess I had just hit this point where I was like, what am I doing? One of those, like at, at that time when I was 18, where I was like, what am I doing? But it was just like feeling, yeah, just feeling all the emotions behind it and like, and like why I felt that way and, you know, and just feeling that need to conform and everything. And so, I yeah so this was in 2021 I think yeah I did this kind of powerful thing in 2021 I think I had watched maybe I had started learning about this quantum healing thing I watched a few videos where kind of I heard information similar to everything that I was just talking about like about healing aspects of yourself and so I of course still kind of had you know just the normal levels like I've always had had issues with with those kinds of things and wanting to yeah, wanting to reframe, I guess, kind of reprogramming this diet culture, mm. right? This is a huge thing right now mm-hmm. that a huge thing for me that's in my reality that is actually in the, uh, it's actually really cool. I'm very proud of our generation. Our generation is doing a lot to fight this and, you know, not just people on the spiritual path. This is a generational thing. People in our generation are seeing that the generation above us had this diet culture, had this thing where we exist to lose weight. No, oh, fuck and yeah it's fucking intense and there's actually a lot of people in our generation that are fighting against it and that are and it's very hard because then you butt heads with the generation above that doesn't know anything else but to talk about things in that way yeah and it's really hard and so it's like I have friends that you know are also doing the same thing but I just want to say like I'm, I'm proud of our generation because I feel like a lot of people are on this bandwagon that they're like no, you know, the intuitive eating things and just, yeah, I feel like for me, like the best way that I can, yeah, verbalize it is this realization that I don't exist to lose weight. And yeah, well, it's important because it's like, it's a worth thing and, and it's a worth thing around changing what healthy means to us. And I think a lot of us in our generation, what I'm finding are like intuitive eating is a huge one and intuitive exercise and all that and feeling into what is what is actually healthy like eating whole foods and exercising and stuff but before that the generation losing weight and healthy were almost like interchangeable Mm -hmm. right when it's it's not like that at all but it would be like counting calories and like just all of these things were to losing weight were labeled healthy or eating the Weight Watchers bread or, mm-hmm. you know, drinking this yeah. garbage with like aspartame in it or like 
just as example. So I've seen a shift in that too, of us like actually learning like what is healthy, what actually is healthy and what is also healthy to my body because it's not a one size fits all thing. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. Like I just, yeah, I think it's more about just like eating like real things. And I mean, yeah, that's another, you know, another, another topic, but um oh yeah actually i remember i did this healing in 2020 because that's when i remember i it was like the summer ish of 2020 i did this kind of intense like meditation around this because i remember in 2021 i I remember at the end of 2021 i was really proud of the fact that and i'm gonna talk about what i did in the healing but i just remember i was so proud of the fact that in all of 2021 I did not do that thing where it's like, oh, there's an event coming up or there's a, a uh, vacation coming up or something. And then you put a timestamp and you're like, oh, there I have. OK, I have I have a month. I have two months. I have this. I didn't do that at all in 2021. And I remember at the end of 2021 being like so proud of just that, just that I didn't have that mentality of needing to get ready you needing to prepare for something that i was able to just exist in some consistent Mm -hmm. flow throughout the year and i was like that's the first year that i've ever done that every single year before there's been something there's been something oh god this 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 you put a date to it there's a time there's a time limit to this and um yeah like so i what i did i brought in so when i did this meditation kind of thing i brought in that version of myself and I actually really remember like I was kind of like hugging myself a lot I was using I was doing like a lot of self self soothing things I think I had seen this somewhere like yeah or I think I was getting into at that time I was also trying to get into different kind of self-love practices and and like one thing is yeah just like hugging yourself and giving yourself like like experimenting with different ways to like give yourself love and so what I wanted to do is bring love back to that situation because that version of myself felt like it was in, felt like she was in this corner and into such this place that like that was what I had to do, you know? Mm-hmm. And the only reason that I would have thought that at this time, this 18-year-old version of myself is because there was some aspect of love missing from the equation well, in there, right? Some It's um, some- inner child work too yeah right yeah well yeah yeah it is inner child work yeah and like for me this goes back you know like everyone has everyone has their own thing like for me this these kinds of issues have been persistent since i'm since i'm little so this is something that is in in my system it's in my body you know when when that happens that's it's also in my karma probably too yeah you know i karma it's in my karma it's in my body it's in my soul blueprint it's in my akashic records so it's like this is something that um yeah something that is always like i planned to to face again in this lifetime so yeah i kind of just like sat with that version of myself and like gave it love and yeah i guess i don't know like i guess there's not much more to say other than that and it was a lot of a lot of crying like yes. maybe a lot of journaling like it was definitely a lot of crying and a lot of release which is all yeah because, which is just releasing which, and sometimes there is that it's almost like a you don't get it until you get it but sometimes there's that switching their brain where you have this like profound moment of oh shit this is why i'm doing this and i don't want to do this anymore like sometimes like before it was subconscious like you had to look this way and you didn't really realize and everyone else was Mm -hmm. doing it or you felt this pressure but it wasn't so conscious and then you're just like Mm -hmm. oh like i'm trying to malue how i like mal that's not the right word malue mal bend 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 how i look for someone else for someone else's approval for other people and this isn't really what I want. This isn't healthy for me. And I want to put myself first. I'm more important than what I look like or how I'm perceived by these other people mm-hmm. or how, however they want to put their worth onto me and having that moment. And it's hard to come to that because sometimes you're in a place where you're so low where you don't have that self-love. But sometimes it's just a minute, right. like that click of just choosing to give yourself mm-hmm. love instead of the expectation of someone else being the priority 
Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that I also there was, you know, there was a there was a kind of maturity to it that I was there was this thought that was like at that point I was quite a few months into my awakening and I was so had such a different mindset and such a different existence. Obviously, it was uh, was about like 28 or something. So it was about exactly 10 years after the fact. So it was kind of also doing it from the perspective of like, I'm actually at a level now where I have a different perspective or I can see myself moving to a different perspective and um, like acknowledging the separation, acknowledging like how different I was, I am from that other version of me and that was kind of like yeah a focus of what I was yeah what I was doing I was like okay I know I'm ready to to switch my mindset around this and yeah I kind of had chose that moment because that's obviously just something that kind of lives with you for a long time or just just stays in your mind as one of the lowest points in that whole in this whole lifelong journey of for what for many people is this whole body image uh, weight weight kind of issue you know yeah well, yeah and, and um, thank you um for sharing that I know a lot of people can resonate with that I mean I know I'm in like a conventionally thin body however I've definitely mm-hmm. had my struggles with that as well mm-hmm. yeah yeah exactly it's it's it doesn't doesn't discriminate and it's probably annoying like I could imagine for other people that are also in conventionally thin bodies that maybe have similarly terrible struggles. It's probably annoying for people to think that they don't have a struggle with that. <laughs> you know, this kind of ener- this energy doesn't discriminate. Like it could be coming from a past life. It could be coming. You know, it doesn't even matter like mm-hmm. what your body looks like in this incarnation. But yeah, and I really but, resonate with uh, getting ready for an event thing. And I think so many people do. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I s- and there's a lot of like boomers. Yeah, uh, that's probably more your parents' age. I don't even yes. know what my parents' age would be underneath that. Um, and yeah, they're they're still very much in that. They're like, oh, there, there's a wedding coming up. Like we we gotta lose weight and we gotta do this and we gotta do this. Not to say that you can't do some of those things mm-hmm. to be healthy, but it's like judging. Am I doing this because I, of others' expectations of how and how I'm going to be perceived, or am I doing this out of a place? of love because you can still Mm -hmm. choose to maybe lose weight out of a place of love but it's different because it's like you're showing up to give your body the health it needs you're not restricting calories Mm -hmm. you're not and you're not um basing yourself either on like maybe i shouldn't have said lose weight specifically but i mean just get into a a healthier lifestyle and you're choosing healthier choices without looking at the numbers on the measuring tape right or the The scale or the way I look at it now is losing weight is a natural byproduct of me choosing a healthier, yes, more aligned yes. life. That's the way. That's a way better that's, to, to put and it. And like, I'm so proud that it. I've gotten myself to that mentality that I really like believe that I really believe that, you know, like I and I it just I see it more as as a more holistically, more all encompassing more just like oh when I choose to do things that are better you know like even like go to the gym or just other things like that's a byproduct of me living you know that's a that yeah it could be could be a byproduct of me choosing to live like a healthier more happy aligned life it's not the goal it's a byproduct of it and like and I do think that and I do really think that after I did that healing and brought back that and you know it's it's just about being intentional with that aspect it's like showing if you like showing that frag and really treating it as like a real person it's like that's what this this quantum healing is and and going along with that idea that i was saying how your mind can't really tell the difference so when you heal something like when you bring love and 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 go back to that situation like i put my current self literally in a room with that old self exactly where I was uh, crying in the bathroom like on the floor like at my lowest point like I literally put myself there and I rewrote the story and I brought love to that situation and and as a byproduct it has a ripple effect into the now and I think that you know just kind of being intentional with those other fragmented versions of you is what is is what helps bring it to completeness the two big things i'm getting from this is love 
and awareness. So like, even when you're talking about, Oh, like, um, maybe the byproduct is like losing weight or something, if that's in my highest bet and best for my body to like maintain its optimal healthiness. But even, um, for me around like working out, like, I think we can all relate to, I'm solely working out to lose weight. I'm solely working out to have a six pack. I'm solely working out to look good in a bikini. And even I went through a period of giving myself love in that area of two, because when also when it had that connotation on it, it was very much like, I have to do this. And it made the task of working out so like grueling and terrible instead of like putting love in it and say I'm working out because I love my body and my body deserves movement right now my body deserves this and that is why I'm doing it and just like changing that mindset and then the other thing is um is the is the awareness so if something is continuously subconscious, it keeps showing up in your reality. So in your case, um, well, both of our cases, I guess, in different ways, uh, an eating disorder. If it's subconscious, we feel like we're not worthy. We need to be perceived this way. It's going to keep showing up as we're not giving ourselves love in this space. Once you take your take the time to go there and the awareness pops up, that's when you have a choice to reprogram the thought. So where is I going with this? Okay. So then at, at an end when it's aware, that's usually when the release is. So, okay. So it's usually sub subconscious and it's buried until we have the awareness and it actually comes through and then our body's able to, to find that. And then that's usually where we start like crying. And I've found that this a lot too. And this actually happened even with my money healing because I pushed down someone like me doesn't have money trauma. Someone like me doesn't have money trauma. How, how could someone like me have money trauma? Mm-hmm. Um, because like, and I mean, there's, there's a lot to this, like, f- like I didn't grow up in poverty or anything or poor. I was very fortunate that my parents were pretty well off. And in a lot of respects, I was very well taken care of, but there's other things about that relationship that caused money trauma. So that was part of like the limiting relief. But then once I actually sat with it, instead of like, obviously something's not working, obviously there's something energetically that's um, being reflected and vibrated. So I need to go into this. So when I allowed myself to go there and the awareness came through, I like the first time I went into my money trauma, um, I just like burst into tears because Mm, it's like as soon as you pinpoint that fractal or you pinpoint that thing your body wants to do instant release and that's why we instantly cry and let it go and that is usually the tipping point to um actually like releasing something wow yeah that's very true that's like a really good point that it's like that's kind of how you know like when if if as soon as as soon as you kind of locate it it just like the tears just immediately start flowing it's that's how you know that you that you've really hit hit a point like yeah and I've never cried like that about that Mm -hmm. since then it's and then since then it's been a slow progression or a progression into healing that and becoming more aware to it but there's there's so many layers to each thing like I feel like each fractal also has almost different fractals like it kind of like keeps yeah no it does um, fractaling but that was the tipping point of just the awareness and then your body's almost like okay she's gone there she's aware of it it's conscious now we need to release mm-hmm. um and so that and I've had a lot of moments like that where I've gone to the healing and I go back to that time either as an inner child or back to that moment that I've been buried as subconscious and then that awareness like burst into tears and then that's usually the first like opening of releasing that like trapped emotion um and then usually I don't have the that intense of reaction anymore that intense like body reaction but at first it's just like your body just needs to release it and that's what it does it's also really interesting because um my computer right now is stacked on a bunch of books Mm. and I just picked up this book from the library called the emotion code Mm -hmm. and it says how to release your trapped emotions for abundant health love and happiness yeah and I've just been looking at that right yeah so much of this has to do with with trapped uh, emotions and just yeah things trapped and you know you could think of it as them being in the physical 
body, um, in the emotional body as well. Um, was there any other, like, did you have any other, um, examples of like quantum healing stuff besides, or did you want to go in deeper into any, anything? Yeah. Well, just kind of a download I had the other day that came through a little bit more on the quantum healing um let me feel into it hopefully it all comes out the way that it's meant to so and i've already kind of talked on this a little bit so we've talked about how we get emotions that are trapped or stuck in the body or in the quantum field somewhere and they manifest as a block or are reflected in our like current reality since it's stuck. It's literally energy that's stuck. So it's reflecting what's stuck. It's reflecting exactly where it's at. Um, so with that, at the time of the, the trauma or the event, our bodies usually went into some type of fight or flight mode to cope. And this is also part of the programming. So at that time, our bodies would, it's like um, in our brain, it's like a computer system and our nervous system and subconscious where it's like, I'm a child. I fall off the swing, for example. Um, My body, my programming is going to go swing bad swing negative right just Mm -hmm. just as an example so that happens with a bunch of other things and we're and more complex Mm -hmm. emotions oh um something happened with my friend I can't trust my friend I can't trust anybody now in my subconscious I have a belief that I can't trust anyone Mm -hmm. it's a thought um so our our subconscious and our nervous system is completely programmed by thoughts And this is like what kind of gets interesting too and like talking about us living in a simulation and being able to program everything because you can program everything. You can completely program your reality. So it first of all starts with the thought. A lot of our thoughts are subconscious and depending on what, like it's all different levels of where we've started at, like a different percentage of the thoughts are negative and a different percentage of the thoughts are positive based on our life experience. So if you're someone who tells yourself all the time, um, yeah, money doesn't grow on trees. I can't trust anyone. Like there's, there's so many different things. I don't deserve that. I'm not worthy enough. And it's like, it's almost like a subconscious thing. You don't realize it, but it just keeps you in this pattern and it keeps you in this loop if that's self-sabotage or whatever it is. So but but you can reprogram the thought. So the first thing is being aware of the thought, which we talked about, which is like where you were. And, and so you have to ask yourself, if there's, there's an area of your life, so you have to choose, stop avoiding that area and ask yourself, am I willing to go there? Am I willing to sit with this mm, and see what big. comes up? Which is exactly what and you did. Like, it's like a big first step too, like... <laughs> And you have to be willing because guess yeah. what? Maybe you're not. And that's okay. Right. That's okay if you're mm-hmm. not. But asking yourself if you're willing to go there. And I mean, a lot of the yeah. times if you're seeking that change and you're trying to figure it out, you usually are. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, ask yourself if, if you're willing to go there with that specific piece of your life. And then um, just like you, your awareness will show you we're very smart. It will show you the thing and usually there'll be like that pop of release if it's like the crying or um, sometimes even people shake. Like there's just like there's yeah. some type of release that comes through the body of just being aware of it. So here's the thing. So our brain is like the computer that digests the thoughts and as the thoughts come in, we choose where they go in our body and what reaction happens first based off of the con um, the negative or positive connotation that are attached to them by our programming. So when it comes to reprogramming, we first have to be aware. So um, allowing yourself to go in to into that place and be aware. So now you're aware. Oh, I actually do have a thought pattern that says that I'm not worthy. Um, so when the thought of worthiness comes through my I have a negative connotation on it that I'm not worthy. So now let's work on 
reprogramming that to positive, and then you will see the reflection of that in your reality. So there's a couple things that we can do when we want to reprogram to positive. And usually it is around release, releasing um, the stuck and stagnant emotion so that you can make way for the new positive thought and the new um, neural pathway programmed into your nervous system. So again, it's about release. And this is about choosing what uh, resonates with you when it comes to release. Lately, so, okay, so there's release And repetition is a big one too. I feel like release needs to happen first to kind of like make up space and a few different ways that you can release like one, um, EFT tapping, tapping is a big one. If anyone's ever heard of that before I've been lately, I've set up my altar. I kind of talked about that earlier in the episode and which I've really liked because I connect to my altar and I've been making space to like pray and like have a connection with God source too. But then I've been doing affirmations every single day at my altar as I tap. So I'm mm-hmm. reprogramming with repetition as I tap and release what needs to be released. And I've only That's recently good. started doing this and I was doing this when all of this like money stuff came up for me too. Um, so I'm going to keep going with it, but you can definitely like feel the, the release in your body. Cause that, that's part of the problem too, is a lot of people have these emotions or they go through these events and it's almost like your nervous system is on fire after, like I felt like that in my life and I didn't know how to deal with it. I had all of this energy yeah. in me and I didn't know what to do with it. And I didn't do anything. I didn't work out. I didn't do mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't even know what tapping or anything was, but I I didn't do anything. I didn't even talk about it for Christ's sake. Like I didn't journal. I didn't. So there's a couple different, there's a lot of different ways to release. um, And I feel like you just go with what resonates. Journaling like is a good one too, to just like bring it out and put it to paper. But it is also like really good to get into the somatics of it. So the tapping breath work is really big for moving it in and out of the body. You can use Kundalini. Like there's so many different things, even Uh, like yoga and stretching. I really like like the Mm -hmm. tapping, the breath work, the Kundalini, the more like somatics. Um, What else? Oh, so like this emotion code that I'm reading and this, and this even goes with like Lucia. She does the energy Mm -hmm. work, the body talk. She, when she does this, she's releasing trap stuff in your body, but she goes in and does it like energetically. And there is a release like, When the girl like screamed or when the horses started running around, like there is some type of release. She just like on a, sorry. It has to be like paired. It's always paired with a release because if something's happening, it has to, energy has to go somewhere. Yes. Yes, exactly. Because it's energy. Yeah. Energy cannot be created nor destroyed. So when it sits in your Mm -hmm. body and it can't go anywhere, it's just moving around, creating problems. And those problems manifest as anxiety, overthinking, like, maybe even ADHD, mm-hmm. like, yeah. um, yeah. you know, guilt, shame. Oh, now my shoulder hurts. Now my knee hurts. Now like that's what it starts manifesting yes. as because it's, it's yeah. Um, where was I? Oh, I was the just saying physical release with Lucia too. And like, so she does like body talk with her horses and stuff. Um, where she actually, she is a very, a very advanced quantum healer where she goes in and scans yeah. energetically and uses her hands to move bo- um, energy in and out of the body. But you can do that too. And I've been doing that. Actually, that's been part of my sitting at the altar. I've been using fire, the elements to help me come mm-hmm. in and release. And I've been using my hands and I probably look like a crazy person, um, but I've just been using mm-hmm. my hands to actually physically feel the energy and move it through my body, move it through and down into the earth. And the difference that's made, and even that's a release because it's movement, releases movement, releases movement. Yeah. So even just moving your hands and moving them, that that is a release. Um, yeah, that's a good point. And then that makes room to come in for the for the for reprogramming it. So you get to choose if the thought is negative or positive. So now you can choose to reprogram it if you want to use repetition like affirmations. Hypnosis is also a really big one. I know there's like, I know um, a guy that does like money manifestation hypnosis and they're like mm-hmm. pretty cool as well as that's something I'm going to have to speak on too. I'm going to do a hypnosis session with this 
um, guy, I guess, I guess he met you first, um, that we don't really mm-hmm. know that well, but he's reached out to us and really likes the podcast. And I think he's pretty cool. And I'm going to do a session with him, which I'm going to speak on. And then I've also talked about maybe having him on the podcast, but yeah. I'm really yeah, interested definitely. to see what this, uh, like quantum hypnosis is going to be like. So I will mm-hmm. talk about that too. Um, but yeah, I feel like that's kind of what has come to me. Uh, yeah, I feel like you had some good stuff in there about the um, about the like moving about moving through through and like processing. Um, and also it is processing. About yeah, the, it's letting your body process while you're doing that too. And about getting to the bottom of being aware of the thoughts and the origination point of the thoughts and just knowing like okay my mind quickly polarizes to this on this thought but I can control that um but yeah no that was just important yeah important points to make about like how to actually complete this process because it's very easy to feel like lost in this process like what am I doing like how do I did i even do anything like i don't know and i guess yeah part of you know the point of of the whole story that i told was a lot of the time you know there's there's obviously two aspects there's like the moving the energy but also a lot of the times just giving love to some aspect can instantly fill up your cup you know depending on what kind of thing you're trying to heal yeah well i think and i think that was kind of the point with 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 at least what yeah what i had spoken about and just you have the power to choose like you know you you have the Mm -hmm. power to reprogram those things and i'm finding for myself now it's getting easier and easier and more things are coming to my awareness because it's like at first kind of the bigger things you can only handle so much but now there's like I'm realizing it as I'm in the shower, as I'm cooking dinner, like I'm realizing a thought that comes through. I'm like, oh, wait, wait, I don't, I don't, I don't want that thought. I don't resonate with that thought. And actively right there, I Mm -hmm. decide to, to switch it to where this is how the thought Mm -hmm. is going to be. And it's just kind of a snowball effect where it just begins to start happening more and more and is now expanding and is reflected like more and more in your, in your reality. Mm-hmm. And I just think, yeah, just to like reemphasize too, just the whole the step of really asking yourself, like, am I willing to let myself choose otherwise? Like, am I willing to do that? And because I feel like that's a, that's an important stage that people kind of like pass over, or you know, I I had to ask myself that a lot in in the last year of my PhD when I was learning how to use my brain again, and I would just would resort to the negative thought i had to just and this is you were helping me with this this time too and you had kind of channeled this this step too in the process like i have a choice in in what my where my brain goes but really just stopping at that point and saying like am i willing to choose not shame Mm -hmm. right now am i willing to choose to not feel shame right now kind of just like sitting with that I just think that's I just feel called to say that I feel like it's an important it's an important step in the process that I feel like people yeah. kind of just bypass like okay no no time to choose the regular thought but it's like no like are you willing to because you have to be willing you have to be willing to not go to your normal feeling of shame or whatever mm-hmm. else you insert negative you always here. have the choice and um there's no good or bad in either choice it just is but yeah, just mm-hmm. asking yourself if you're, I guess it's basically like if you're praying for a change, if you want to change in a certain area, um, are you willing to change? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Is there anything else you want to add into this discussion? I feel like personally, I feel like I kind of said most of what was on my mind or what I wanted to bring in to this discussion. Yeah. Let me Well, I guess like also things um in your life come at come up for you to be looked at. And I feel like I worked through that with kind of the money car situation. Um 
Because you can go, oh, why me? Why does this always happen to me? Poor me. Um, And get stuck in that negative neural pathway instead of asking the universe, why is this happening for me? Why is this happening for Mm -hmm. me? And then when I got to feel into that, I I got to, I, yeah, I felt into that more into why me spending money was actually supporting me in the grand scheme of things. Not to mention that I actually got my vehicle fixed. So I'm not actually going to like go off into the lake because something breaks off and I can't break or something. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes. Yeah. But it's just usually there's a reflection showing it to you and I'm not going to get super deep into it, but I'm going through some kind of like heavy family stuff right now. Um, We're fine. My family's fine, but it's just like some complicated stuff that I probably will speak on the podcast about it sometime because it's quite the story. However, now is not the right time. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's, it's interesting because... A lot of it revolves around some dad stuff. Trying to not be too cryptic, Mm -hmm. but like I need to say that part. Um, It revolves around (laughs) some dad stuff and some healing and love my dad very much. Just some personal stuff for me. But it's interesting because in my field, there has been this imbalance of masculine and feminine energy. And my mentor kind of brought this up to me. And I'm just... And it is easy to be like, well, this is really hard and this really sucks for me. And I'm not going to say that I don't feel that because sometimes I do feel that. Um, but also mm-hmm. like, ooh, what is this? My, uh, I'll just hold it. <laughs> My microphone just fell over. <laughs> Energy was, it was too intense. It's just like, ooh, like what is this reflecting in my internal reality, because it's always a reflection. Like you're literally always reflecting your internal world outward. So there was like this imbalance of the masculine, which makes sense. I, my mask, I do need to feel into my masculine a little bit more in a lot of senses. And it's like that a little bit more like self discipline. um, I don't know, just that like really strong, powerful, like I can get through this. I'm okay. I'm safe. I can be, I can be mm-hmm. that safe space for myself. Um, and that was really interesting too, feeling into the, just like that divine. The safety. Pardon? The safety. Yeah. Aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And that just the, what. Masculine. What the divine masculine provides and then feeling mm-hmm. into, in my actual human reality, what I'm going through and like seeing how those like reflect each other yeah no that makes sense yeah because there's obviously a lot of specific functions to the divine masculine energy and so it's like if that is a theme in your reality right now then it's probably there's traces of it everywhere a little bit or on other aspects yeah i feel complete um yeah I feel complete too. I feel good. Okay. So I think we're gonna wrap up there, but this was a this was a good discussion for sure. Uh I hope that some of this also gave some good practical tips that people could start using in their life. And yeah, let us know how it goes. You yeah. Know? Well and also if you're looking for more support on this, um, this is what I'm doing with like my mentor, my mentorship and coaching programs where I'm starting to take on, take on clients for that is supporting you and guiding you in your own healing, in your own healing of your nervous system, in your own being aware and reprogramming the thoughts. And like I said, the beginning of the episode, it's a ripple effect. You heal yourself, you Mm -hmm. heal, you heal others, but sometimes you need a little bit of that support and guidance. I know I did my mentor. Yeah. He, my mentor changed my life and now mm-hmm. I'm taking what I've, what I've learned and I'm still learning. I ho- don't want anyone to think that I all have it figured out. And anyone who tells you they all have it figured out, run far away. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> because, because they don't like no one has it all figured out. No one knows the answers, but anyways. Yeah. Yeah. It's just nice to have support in this process 
so definitely you know like i have my own support system set up like kind of with this spiritual membership group from jenny star at starseed academy on instagram that i'm a part of i feel you know i feel supported throughout each d unique step of of the process so you know that's another option or even just like you know getting a reading or a healing from you to kind of identify some things or confirm some things is another good place to to kind of start to like locate locate things and kind of just take it from there you know yeah yeah definitely i think the message just is um you can like program your life you like can um create your own reality and you have the power to do it and it's inside of you it's not external it's inside of you and you are powerful mm -hmm. and I yeah. feel like I'm living proof of that. And I feel like Alyssa is living proof of that. And I feel mm -hmm. like follow us along our journey and our story because we're just getting started. So if you need proof, watch for the proof. But um, I think part of us doing this too is we also genuinely want to create a safe space and community for other people that have maybe gone through an awakening or are also going through doesn't even have to be an awakening, just similar things where you can resonate to um, wanting to go into those places of your healing or wanting to disrupt the pattern, wanting to be a cycle breaker, um, but you don't know how to get mm -hmm. started or where to start or even like feeling that you're powerful enough or worthy enough. And I don't know. I just want to say that that that's part of the reason why yeah. I, I'm doing this is because I do want to support the people that are out there that that yeah mm -hmm. yeah agreed me as well but yeah all right so thank you for being here thank you for listening and don't forget to please um first off give us a um a rating and review wherever you're listening to this and uh give us a subscribe on youtube even if you you know, if you have a YouTube channel, just give us a subscribe over there. Even it if really you're helps listening. us out. If you resonate just, with us, it really yeah. helps us out. Um, we're just starting yeah. as little babies. <laughs> tell someone that you think could relate to this. Tell a friend. Tell someone. And so then, also our socials. Follow the podcast page on Instagram at the Orphic Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. Definitely make sure you're following that for some updates and clips on information on all the new episodes. And then my Instagram is at interdimensional.astrophysics. Oh, and my Instagram is Mariposa Moonchild. And yeah, if this episode resonated with you, please take a screenshot of it and share it on your socials and tag us. We would, we'd love to see it. Oh yeah. That'd be so fun. Oh my God. You know, I'm trying to like manifest that. Uh, I'm working on like visualizing that, just seeing more and more people kind of, watching us and sharing it on instagram stories and i know that we're moving towards that and i know that we're going to have that happen more often so i'm 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 inviting yeah. that experience into our reality so and help us if out. you've posted post <laughs> if you've it. made it this far and are here and listening we thank you and we love you yes thank you soul fam okay see you next time happy friday bye, bye. bye.